Uh, joining me for a look at the equity scene is Simbongile Nyanginzimbi from Cartesian Capital. Thank you so much for your time, Simbongile. What a rebound that we are seeing on both the JSE and on the currency front with the rand. Just now above uh, 19 rand against the dollar. I mean, it came from levels of 1950, 1940 against the US dollar. What do you make of this sharp rebound today, considering the fact that the risk from the, the Middle East tension still does exist? Hi, Zinachi. So the damage comments by some of the Fed officials made yesterday have boosted markets today, offsetting some of those concerns over um, what's going, what's happening in the Middle East, as you say. Um, the comments really centered around the Fed needing to be more cautious about uh, the upcoming rate decisions and even hinted at them not needing to tighten any further, but rather to maintain rates at the current level. The Fed uh, funds futures are actually currently indicating an 88% probability of rates unchanged at the November meeting. And then later this week, we're also expecting US CPI, PPI, and Fed meeting minutes, which should give us a better indication um, or clues on potential next steps by the Fed. As you say, the RAND also had a nice bounce today against the dollar, up more than 1%. And um, they, we don't think that there's a like specific reason for this mm. um, because there weren't any specific announcements. Um, and as you know, there are many factors that uh, can drive the currency, um, so it's hard to tell. But there's definitely been some buying on the JSE by foreigners, and that could just be one of the reasons why the rand has uh, strengthened so much today. Uh, well, I'm I'm not sure uh, how closely the markets are watching the IMF annual meetings uh, that are taking place right now in Morocco. We did have uh, the latest IMF uh, World Economic Outlook coming out saying that global growth is expected to stay. Well, uh, the previous forecast had been 3% for this year. They've reiterated that. And then obviously lots of different uh, numbers coming out for the different regions, a revising up of the forecast for the U.S. to 2.1% this year. Eurozone revising down to 0.7%. But quite interestingly, here in South Africa, uh, revising it up uh, from 0.6% to 0.9%. Uh, what are you making of those forecasts, particularly for South Africa? Um, so with the uh, upward revision of the growth forecast, they did uh, indicate that it's because we had lower than expected um, load shedding in the second quarter. So that has helped our growth prospects quite a bit. And then also with the growth pro um, forecast for the year, for, for, the, for the global yeah. growth forecast for the year remaining unchanged, they also um, added that this was because there's been stronger than expected growth in the U.S., but they revised uh, the China and Eurozone growth um, slightly lower. So it's, it's a good indication, but they also mentioned some of the inflation data um, the inflation forecast for the year globally revised slightly higher, which doesn't come as a surprise. Um, and they also spoke about the risks to inflation. So counting the commodity prices, food prices, and then again, the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, which um, poses a risk to oil prices um, as this might push up. And it also might obviously spill over into inflation. Uh. Um but yeah, I think today it, the oil price moderated quite a bit. There weren't significant movements there.
Ah, really quite it's just something that we should watch. Ah, really quite interesting. I mean, it's it's not a bad, I guess, figure because it's not a recession, but also, I mean, they do say that it's not the, the growth figures that we are used to where they, they'd have an outlook of about 3.8% or so. Let's go into company news uh, from the JC. Equity has came out with its uh, interim results today. I mean, uh, this company has been embarking on a few strategic moves to boost that balance sheet, um, but they did say that the distribution per share um, was, about a fifth lower than it was in the first half of uh, FY23. Of course, even though that is about 19.9% lower, they did say that they remain on track to reach the full year guidance. Uh, what do you make of Equitas? So as you said, it wasn't a great set of results. They've clearly taken a knock from the current economic conditions and particularly the high interest rates. So their growth, uh, their gross property revenue um, was up 16%, but their net um, finance costs rocketed 170%. Um, they also, their loan-to-value ratio worsened to 42.3%. But as you say, managements have come out and said that they are confident that they're still on track to meet um, their four-year EPS guidance and um, with the and, uh, disposals to strengthen their balance sheet, it should bring them close to towards their target LTV of 35%. So on balance, it wasn't a great set of results, but the positive outlook um, ensured that the share wasn't down too much, only marginally down. And markets seem to be taking this news in their stride. Uh, well, a share price that was up today was SAPI. Um, they're saying that economic challenges are persisting longer than they expected, um, saying that they obviously in terms of uh, kind of restructuring the portfolio, uh, they uh, are closing their mill in Germany, um, also uh, now entering cons the consultation process for the uh, potential closure of the mill in Belgium. What did investors take out of that announcement? I think with the heavily saturated graphics market, it's, it doesn't really come as a surprise that they're um, accelerating their pivot towards the more promising, the more promising sectors, such as their packaging, pulp, and their specialty papers. Um, so the closure in Germany and the potential one that they're discussing now in Belgium, yeah. they are reflective of the tough decisions that companies sometimes need to make um, in order to remain viable. So the company is facing challenges, as you said, from a global economic turndown. Um, but markets seems to have given a nod to these measures by SAPI, and we did see their, their share price up 4.4% today. Ah, all right. Well, what are you giving a nod to today? Your stock pick quickly, Simbongile. My stock pick today is Karoo. So we've seen that uh, using a discounted cash flow valuation of a company, it seems to be more than 30% undervalued. In their last result, the CEO spoke about committing to 100 billion in expansion capital. And they're also expanding into Southeast Asia, where they've seen a 32% uh, revenue growth last year. Um, they're also expecting Southeast Asia to be their fastest growing region. So we all, they don't have any real significant competitors there. Um, so this should be a, a great way for them to expand and compete fav favorably. Um, then also locally, transnet's inefficiencies. Uh, they, we've seen a lot more trucks on the road, which has resulted in Cartrack expanding their fleet management solution. And just a fun fact for you, Zunati, mm -hmm. the company has what we call an investment industry comfortable mode because in South Africa already, 
more than one in 10 vehicles are connected to the career platform. Wow. Thank you so much for those insights, Simbongile. Really, really appreciate it. That was Simbongile Nyanginzimbi from Cartesian Capital just walking us through what has driven the markets today.